Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello, hello. It's Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, with the 11 11 12th of August, where the heavenly bodies are. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to Leo season officially. So, before I tell you where the heavenly bodies are, I just want to share with you a special moment that happened this weekend. So, grab whatever you like to drink or to relax to or take a seat and I like to um, share with you a really special moment right after this. So what was so special about this weekend? Well without making a long story too long um, a lot of people were talking about this Lionsgate portal and about energy and about the second closest star, Sirius, um, and its alignment with Orion's belt and that they would be rising at the same time and something about the galactic center and everything. And all this was going to happen on the 8th of August. And of course, me wanting to know the mathematics of everything, researched it, but I didn't find anything for the 8th of August. But I thought, let me look galactic let me look when i can see if the sirius and star and the sun can rise at the same time and after a lot of research and sitting in one place for a while filling figures i did find something and i prepared for it and i have it on instagram i did the youtube video on it but just to make a long story short it really was about thinking about the lion's gate and recently thinking about being in the present moment right in the present but also giving gratitude for where how you got to the present moment right so um when you're standing at a gate you're outside of that special place so if it's the lion's gate if it's the lion um, energy constellation and you're outside of it but you're standing before it and to give kind of space and you know presence and energy to that space and yeah it was amazing you know I don't know if I shared about the beehive cluster with cancer but it does continue about that there's you know stories in the book about Samson making his way from the beehive cluster to Virgo so you know it's all progressive and um, I was able to pinpoint the exact moment and I stargazed to it and I, I did a video as well and it was really I just felt it was really special and it kind of you know I also heard or read somewhere it's can related to quantum physics astrology in a way um you know the star the study of the stars because if you are not present if you do not acknowledge then you cannot manifest or see or interpret that thing 
And to, but you know that comes back to the point why I do this is because the if you are not in tune with the astronomical mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies, then it's not heavenly, it's not divine. It is kind of back old. I don't know how to call. Wait a second, I do know. I call it astrology three D because it's just based on what you can see. And feel it's not what you can imagine and what you can aspire to and what you can, um, you know, manifest and dream about and grow and, you know, give some energy to and expand. And so, um, yeah, I was able to find that moment. It was at four in the morning. Um, Sirius was rising and sun and what really helped me thanks to the creators of the Skyview app. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't be able to validate the um the mathematics so i'm really grateful for that so i'll try to put some some links or you can go to my aka cloudette on youtube and see if you can find that but i think you might enjoy it so let's talk about this week really quickly because we have a full moon coming up too so this is the date for monday let's be motivated by the fact that as usual at this time 11 11 the constellation of virgo is rising in the sky but we have 22 degrees and 14 arch minutes we have to welcome jupiter for changing its direction and that is a very welcoming thing because it means the energy will change too and we have more to observe i don't know what exactly is going to happen but i know that it's in the a focus constellation at six degrees and 35 arch minutes we have a conjunction to on the monday and it is at 18 degrees of sagittarius saturn is retrograde and it's at 18 degrees sagittarius and 26 arch minutes the moon will conjunct that at 18 degrees um and 36 arch minutes so a few sec few minutes before that um, it'll be exact. So yeah, pause and think about what's happening there. I hope I don't have to think about too much. <laughs> it's not going to be easy day tomorrow. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. Then we have K2, which is at 20 degrees of Sagittarius and 55 arch minutes where it's been for a while. Very busy Sagittarius house. Um, as it's in Sagittarius when I'm recording this now, and that's where the galactic center was aligned at the sign of Sat of um Sirius and the sun were rising in the in the sky, kind of together in a movement, and at the at the same time the moon was aligned to the galactic center, so that was quite exciting. Um, yeah. So let's go on to uh, Pluto is at 24 degrees of Sagittarius. That's the last one in Sagittarius in 42 arch minutes. Neptune's retrograde at the same place, 20 Neptune, 20, sorry, <laughs> Aquarius and 18 arch minutes. Chiron is in Pisces at 13 degrees and 31 arch minutes. And we have another heavenly body that we can't really see, but we are um, mindful of. And it's Uranus. It's going to go retrograde now. So as Jupiter goes straight, Uranus is going retrograde. Now, I like because I have seen things happen to the collective with Uranus. So I like to keep my eye on it. 
Next, we have Rahu at 17 degrees of Gemini. And then we have all these changes. So what was happening this weekend, I just want to tell you a little bit. Because I observed Mercury um, holding its position at the last degree of Gemini at 27 degrees and 50 arch minutes. And at that time, you know, I was really trying to be mindful because Mercury is comfortable in Gemini. And I knew that on at the day of the Lion's Gate or 11th, that it would go <clears throat> into Cancer. And that is always interesting because when one goes into Cancer, into one sign, the other one goes into the other sign. So what I had written somewhere is that all these... Um, heavenly bodies seem to be going home and home. I like to call the place where they're most comfortable, where they're associated with in the, in the history or in the observance of these heavenly bodies. So what I want to say with that is that, um, Venus was, um, no, was, uh, the sun, the sun was going home to this to Leo because that's the comfortable place that it belongs at the same time we had um Mercury leaving its place where it felt comfortable and going into the home of the moon where the moon is comfortable in in cancer where the sun has been sorry the sun had been in cancer, it was comfortable at home, so it had to leave its home, go into um, the sun. What am I talking about? The sun goes into Leo, which is its home. But it before the sun, it was in cancer, which is the home of the moon, so it wasn't home, and it's going into it. And where Mercury was at home in Gemini, it's going into the home of the moon, where it's not so comfortable, but because they are exchanging, there's a certain word for it, they can, it's kind of like you learn something, like you say, put yourself in my shoes. So, you know, they've had a time to put themselves in each other's shoes. And the challenge is to bring that knowledge and be um, more relaxed with being in a place that you are not used to being in so we sh that means basically we shouldn't have too much distress <laughs> you know um you can and like we, we want to will that we want to will that and i was willing that mercury because it was retrograde in the gemini and it's like learned all these lessons it's given us as much information as we need um, and now it's going forward in cancer, so we need to take care and nurture and care about that and focus on the energies it's in now, which is cancer. And knowing that, you know, it's already kind of exercised its air and, you know, the energy that it's comfortable with. So it's, you know, kind of vacation. It's like, okay, I'll do what you, what you want me to do. What is this a cancer house you want me to nurture? Well, I've got some information. You might use that, you know, kind of, that's how I like to think of it anyway. So I'm just going off, but you know, that's how I want to explain it. Then, you know, similar to, cause they're all starting at the beginning. So we had a uh, Venus as well. And Venus is very close to the sun. They're moving together and that's a good thing. They move into the, the, um, 
the lion's gate together in cancer at 19 degrees um cancer only has 20 degrees in it and when it started it was right before i held space for 19 degrees um venus 19 degrees sun and 19 um degrees cancer ascending before actually the lion's gate before leo constellation start to ascend which is what i was calling actually the lion so the gate was in cancer right outside and then it went like it less than um a minute into um leo rising and rose for about three hours two hours or something like that yeah and then the sun moved into leo constellation at 7.10, and these are GMT times, and I did feel like a surge of energy, but I didn't know if it was me manifesting, thinking it because I knew it, or it was really happening, but it was an experience, no doubt, so last but not least, we have Mars and Leo as well, good thing we have, we have a week to get uh, ready before that um, conjunction comes, but of course, we're taking Venus with us, so <laughs> it's a nice thing, because Venus wants harmony, and shouldn't be too stressed, so let me not talk too much, because I want to share with you a little bit of what's coming up for the full moon on Thursday, this full moon is not what the Western astrologers are going to say. This full moon is going to be in Capricorn and in um, Cancer because we are. Now, um, what am I talking about? The sun in Leo, sorry, is going to be in Leo. And in Capricorn. So, see, that is that what threw me off? Because this is mathematical. This is not just, you know, easy across the street from each other kind of thing. Which means that mathematically, the sun and the moon are going to be 180 degrees from each other. But the moon is actually going to be in the constellation of Capricorn and the sun is going to be in Leo. And it's going to be, um, the moon's going to be at the end of Capricorn at 22 degrees Capricorn. And I think Capricorn has about 25, 26 degrees in it. So it's not like it left. And then, um, of course, we're just getting used to the sun being in Leo. But on that day, it's going to be conjunct our Venus both at four degrees and um, Leo. So I'm going to watch that. And also the highest point in the sky at the time of, let me tell you, Thursday the 15th GMT time, 1 p.m., 29 minutes after 1 p.m. It's going to happen in the highest point of the sky. Mars is going to be at the highest point of the sky. So let's see what's going to happen. I don't know. But I do know that I'm starting my course and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be an audio podcast course. I'm not sure we're going to do the podcast here because you can't ask questions here. But I will put a link where it's going to be. And um, there's a video that you can watch where I just go through the ABCs, the first ABC, and then the rest we go through together, but we discuss things. And I'm really excited about it. Um, it's finally here. And um, yeah, I will tell you more um, here or on my other 
uh, social media networks. So I had whole 15 minutes today. Uh, I want to thank you for listening to me. And you know, I noticed I only had one review. So if someone out there, and it was me, if someone out there would be so kind to write a review if you listen to me sometimes on especially iTunes, then they might even realize I'm I'm doing this for 200 and almost 60 times. Okay, so take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening and have a brilliant moment. Bye.